September 4th, 2023. We're continuing in Perek Yotet of Mesilat Yisharim. Chalkeha Hasidut. Mesilat Yisharim has been, Ramchal has been explaining to us what are the anafim, what are the branches for ahava, for love and dedication, devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The first of which was Devekut, the connectedness, the cleaving, the, con- the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hasheni, he begins the, in the second anaf, the second branch, who has simcha, it's happiness or joyfulness. It's not just an anaf, you should know, it's an ikar gadol, it's a fundamental, a primary and foundational, pr- fundamental when it comes to avodat Hashem. Pasuk in Tehilim says that our worship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be b'simcha. We should approach him with renana, with rina, with the ability to have pleasant song, to have a pleasant demeanor and way and approach to us. Ve'omer v'sadikim yismechu ya'altzu lifne Elohim v'yasisu b'simcha. Similarly, the Pasuk says in Tehilim uh, that the, the righteous ones have a certain self-content and happiness um, in their avodav hakadosh baruch hu ve'amru razal and hachamim say masechet shabbat en hashechina shora ela mitoch simcha shel misva and the hachamim statement is that if you're searching if you're seeking the shechina the presence of hakadosh baruch hu you'll find it specifically through and by means of simcha shel mitzvah not just happiness not just some sort of independent uh, joyfulness but rather by means of mitzvah. It's going to be a point that if you're sensitive in the words of Mesilat Yesharim, really reflecting the words of the Torah, at the very least in Parashat Re'eh, but really in many places when the Torah describes simcha, the Torah describes it by means of lifne Adonai Elohechem. Our joyfulness, our happiness is derived from a realization that we're in the state of being lifne Hashem in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's almost as if the Devekut, which we talked about as the first Anaf, leads directly into the Simcha. By cleaving, by connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by realizing His presence, that in turn births within us a state of happiness. And I would suggest maybe a step further that that state of happiness, that Simcha, you know, for example, if you talk about what is the greatest example generally speaking, of happiness in the lives of people. One of the top ten, if not always the first, is at what occasion, what time in your life is the most rejoicing circumstance, ceremony? It's the wedding. A wedding, a marriage, fundamentally is, as the Torah describes, we mentioned it yesterday, is v'davak bi'ishto v'hayu l'basar echad. It's finding a completion through cleaving and connecting to the other. That's what it means to be wed to another. I don't just have a relationship. I'm ozev et aviv et I've left one, um, one, one uh, place, my parents' home. V'davak I've cleaved now, I've connected myself to my wife, to my husband, if I'm a woman. And in turn, uh, we became one flesh, which it needs to be interpreted in the Mepharshim have Mahlok and how to understand that. But essentially, happiness, Simchat Hatan Vekala, is at the moment, I'm suggesting, where a person feels and realizes Shilemut, where they came together and, be, and formed, fashioned, Basar Echad, 
we now realize independently that we're not so independent, that we have a complete nature by coming together. And maybe that's the same realization in the context of Lifne Hashem. Where is Simcha felt, says the Torah, when you realize Lifne Hashem? In other words, me as an individual, I'm insufficient, I'm incomplete. When do I achieve my complete nature? Ledov Kabo, when I attach myself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's the outgrowth from that? Simcha. What I'm suggesting in short is that Devekut and Simcha might be linked one to the other because Devekut fundamentally means finding a complete nature, which in turn is the way in which we have that happiness. We rejoice when we feel most complete. It's really the word davak is a word that repeats itself in Sefer Rut, as Megillat Rut as well. Rut, you couldn't find a better example of a person who apparently realized that she was to her to to um, to Naomi. She's uh, she's deveka. The description Rut, perhaps, then is as she realizes and understands she's incomplete. She understands that as much as she could be going back to her, her homeland and leaving behind anything she's been introduced to, her husband might not be there, but Elohai, Elohai, uh, but your God is my God, and so too anything and everything you're doing, she says to Naomi. It means that the complete nature in Ruth's life is realized specifically at the moment that she understands that there's something she wants to be attached to. Perhaps that's the outgrowth, is simcha. It continues Mesilat Yesharim, Ramchal, in describing this. But again, if you're paying attention together with me to the description, it's time and again, not just simcha. Of course, the context gives it away already. It's simcha because I'm connected to something or someone else. It's simcha mitoch mitzvah. It's the result of the connectedness and the realization of that connection, correct. Um, you say playing the game and winning the game? Or, or what do you mean by that? Playing the game, you're enjoying what you're doing, and then you win the game, and you have that, you have that simha of the rejoicing, let's say. Nice, of, of beautiful. So it means that this is the winning the game. It's the moment where I realize... It's what you're trying to, I, to strive to I've found that shelemut, or at the very least, I see the shelemut. Right. We're not shalem, per se, in our lifetimes. And in truth, on that pasuk from Tehillim, the Midrash describes, Listen to the words again. When you stand to pray, when you pray, when you're standing, again, Lifne Hashem, Yehel Becha Sameach Alecha, Shatam Itpalel Elokim, She'en Kayosebo. You should in turn have a complete feeling, we're injecting those words, and rejoice because you realize there's nothing greater and nothing parallel and paramount to what you're doing. This is the truest happiness. That you have the opportunity, the experience of worshipping HaKadosh Baruch Hu who's infinite and unparalleled, and to study his words of Torah, there are the words, he says, because the mitzvot and the Torah represent 
the fullest complete nature in terms of eternal fullness and absolute fullness he described it right there that's the shelemut which in turn births within us a simcha the mefarshim the poskim have a mahloket rosh cites this at the end of masechet rosh hashanah the Aharonim debate this at length, whether on Rosh Hashanah there's a mitzvah of simcha. You see, the mitzvah of simcha seems to be relevant on the Shalosh Regalim. Is it relevant on Rosh Hashanah as well? There's a machloken and a debate. Many people are medayek from the words of Harambam that there's a mitzvah of simcha on Rosh Hashanah as well. And what sort of ramifications would that have for me and you? Whether we have to eat meat and drink wine. I read it in Nehemiah, no? The, the citing from the Pasuk in Sefer Nehemiah where the description is how they were rejoicing you should go out and you should be eating and drinking and rejoicing either that was just a description of what they were doing or alternatively it's describing what you're supposed to be doing on this day because of the mitzvah of simcha uh, where's that mitzvah of simcha and Rosh Hashanah emanate from because after all if the mitzvah of simcha uh, comes from Lifne Hashem that's Ali Ala Regel. You had Ali Ala Regel on Shalosh Regalim. You didn't have it on Rosh Hashanah. So why would we have a mitzvah of Simcha if we're following the logic through? Now, it's certainly true that you can always feel the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but why would it be manifested almost as an obligation on Rosh Hashanah? I once read from Rabbi Salavechik, Zichrono Livracha, he cited from the Gemara Masechet Rosh Hashanah, Davkadav, where the Gemara describes those portions in the Musaf, the Shofarot and the Malchuyot and the Zichronot, and the idea of Shofar is to be Ma'aleh the Zikaron of Am Yisrael Ifneh HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Listen to the words again. The Shofar raises up our zikaron, our remembrance, the knowledge, the connection of ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Rosh Hashanah, which means fundamentally what we're doing on Rosh Hashanah is trying to be involved in a Lifnei Hashem. We may have not been going to the Mikdash physically, but that's what the day is all about. In realizing and coronating, quote-unquote, HaKadosh Baruch Hu as our king, we're effectively saying that we have some relevancy to him or he is relevant in some way to us. I remember Rabbi Salvechik in that, in that essay went a step further. He suggested as well that since Rosh Hashanah and Kippur are days of Teshubah, which in turn could bring forth Kapara, Harambam in Perek Zayn Vilchot Teshubah describes a person before Teshubah. He says it's almost as if there's a mechitza hamavdelet. It's almost as if there's a barrier between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Through Kapara, through atonement, by means of Teshubah and Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, then we've removed that barrier. Effectively, then, we're standing Lifnei Hashem. It means that Lifnei Hashem, again, uh, brings forth Simcha. Simcha fundamentally is a feeling of completeness, which is birthed out of in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and understanding, I, I need you in my life. You are relevant to me. That's, You're that's a part cool. of who that's I am. Cool Rosh is. That is Rosh Hashanah through and through right. because, for example, to ask the obvious and you know uh, traditional question, what is Rosh Hashanah? Is Rosh Hashanah a day of Teshubah or a day of Hamlachat HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And the answer, of course, is they're one and the oh, same, right. right? In other words, to be Mamlich HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to realize his relevancy to you, which in turn is the Teshubah. 
That's a day of simcha in turn. doesn't sound like it. It sounds like a day of fear and trepidation, as we mentioned yesterday, but filling it out a little bit more today, Rosh Hashanah then has that opportunity. I'm very serious in this approach, but ultimately speaking, I'm walking away and even in the moment experiencing something that's to be joyful and uh, something that's to be celebratory because there is my feeling and understanding of Shelemut. Shalomo HaMelech is describing a relationship between Bnei Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as Teddy pointed out yesterday. Pasuk describes how we're entered into the chambers, the room after room after room. If you're effective in this relationship, you're moving further and closer and closer. It means that this relationship is, uh, the nature of the relationship, like any other one, is the more I know, the more I experience, the greater it becomes for me. That's the description, that's the mashal of the hadarim. The more yidi'at gidulato yidbarach, the more knowledge we have of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more we experience it and realize it, the more it becomes a part of our essence, our everyday lives, our devekut, in a consistent and constant fashion, the more simcha there is. It's true and tested. It's, it's clear. A person who feels that presence in turn is a person who feels complete. Does it mean in the silly moments with the parking spot that was HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that's how I felt his presence? It, we could debate that, but that's not the point over here. The point is that my life is lived in a way where I realize whether consciously, if I got there, or subconsciously, that I can't be doing this alone. If there are details and I'm uncertain, working overtime or in the small circumstances, those are all details in defining this further and getting into the intricacy. But the, that's right. But the forest over here, instead of the trees, what we're talking about is we're talking about a realization that I can't do this without him, that I need you in this. That's the devekut, that's the shelemut, that's the simcha. So again, the simcha is in the osim. Our gilah, our happiness is in the melech, is in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is in the connection to him. Not to say that he can't be happy in simchat hatan vekala. Not to say he can't be happy at other moments in life where there is something that is complete. But true completeness and absolute shelemut is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. David, and Amar, David, in fact, arrived at a high level measure of this uh, achievement. The words, the siyah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Torah, of Tefillah, in turn brings forth for me a simcha ve'amar ve'avua el mizbah Elohim el el simchat gili ve'odecha bechinor Elohim Elohai the description of the entrance to mizbah Elohim and in turn a music and festivities and joyfulness ve'amar teranen nasefatai ki azamera lach ve'nafshi asher padita ve'hainu ki kol kach ayeta mitkaberet bekirbo ha'simcha shekvar ha'sefatai mayu mitna'aneot me'alehem umranenot bi'oto osek p'tehilotavit barach so as misilat yishayim you want to understand the pasuk properly David HaMelech is excited about the fact that he's so connected and so rejoiced 
in that connectedness that his mouth almost works spontaneously, naturally. It's just speaking about God, singing his praise, almost as if it's a tune that just comes to his mouth and to his mind, naturally, because he's so connected. This is because of that that hitlahatut, uh, the energy of his soul in its connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mashesiyem, Venafshi Asher Padita, that's why David HaMelech describes in the conclusion his soul, it's a soulful connection. Matzinu Shenitra'im HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Mepeneshe Chiseru Tenayze Ba'avodatam, and indeed, as we mentioned yesterday, HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Parashat Kitabo describes the anger at Am Yisrael in their future wrongdoing. What's the wrongdoing? Maybe they didn't fulfill the mitzvot, maybe they didn't study Torah properly, who it's neither of those it's not that you didn't worship God it's that you didn't do it with with happiness with a feeling of completeness I read this morning in the Misilat Yesharim version of Rabbi Don Segel Shalita he quotes that he said he heard that the Kloisenberger Rebbe when he was in the concentration camps as he was suffering at the, every time there was a blow every time there was a difficult moment legend or lore has it he said he said under his breath he envisioned that as I never felt connected enough maybe this was my fault of course we're not faulting him but it's a vision it's a perspective if I want to get to the optimal level of performance it's it's a mindset it's a focus as we've discussed in the past the Pasuk describes in Divrei Hayamim David, as we understand it, at the time where Am Yisrael are interested in giving and being participating in the building of the Mikdash, they're doing it with happiness. His request to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, please continue that soul, that spirit, that state of mind and of and of being of the people for the future because that soul, that state, that spirit of the people, the simcha, the tublevav, is what it's all about in achieving a relationship. It's not the mechanical, transactional deeds that we do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not just doing mitzvot because I know I need to. It's rather doing it because I see a certain purpose in coming closer to him, in feeling that dibuk to him and realizing my complete nature which in turn inspires an internal simcha. Baruch Anunay Le'olam. Amen. Amen. I want to thank Musa Saad for hosting this class throughout the summer. Thank you so much. We should only do it throughout every summer in the years to come. Amen. Amen.